Welcome back to episode 14 of the Stable Mama podcast. For those of you just tuning in, last week we discussed the busy epidemic and three simple ways to stop being so darn busy all the time. I know these simple tricks have done wonders for me, and I hope that you have found them just as useful. Now for today, we get the exclusive full-length interview with Melissa Ricker. If you were not able to check out her mini episode from the launch where she reveals her secret to stability, pause this, go back, and listen to that quick 10-minute episode. You will not be sorry because this woman is always bringing crazy value and insight, which leads us to this amazing episode where she reveals not only the three non-negotiables that have allowed her to build her six-figure business in less than six months, but also the blueprint she used to do it. My goodness, I cannot wait any longer Let's get this party started. Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Well, welcome back, Melissa. I am so excited to have you here. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Let's learn more about your business. How did you start this? Why did you start this? What do you want to tell us? Oh my goodness. Um, where to start? I'll try to give you the, the condensed version. I have been an entrepreneur for almost three years now, which is crazy. For about two of those years, I really struggled a lot. I have this little this piece of paper on my desk that I keep and it has 17 17 different businesses that I tried to get off the ground before all the, the stars aligned and my business took off this year. So that I keep that there to remind me of where I've been. <laughs> but if you back up even before that, like I'm actually an engineer by degree. I have my, my master's degree in nuclear engineering. So what I, what I used to do and what I do now is like 180 degrees it's different, but I was in the corporate world for, oh goodness, probably close to 10 years. And I was uh, working my way up the corporate ladder. I was an engineering manager, had a whole team of, of people working for me. I loved it. I wanted to go straight to the top and it was all good until I had my, my first baby. And all of a sudden, like working 12 hour days, wasn't, wasn't working for me anymore. I wasn't, wasn't cutting it. And someone else was basically raising my, my baby and I couldn't take it anymore. So I came up with a plan and we actually walked away from that career that I had built, which was super scary, but I was like bound and determined to not give up my paycheck, but also not give up the motherhood that I wanted. And so I, I started, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Uh, I just started, I basically started with Google. Like a lot of us do, like, how do you start a business? How do you make money from home? And I, it's just been this incredible journey since it got started. I mean, it's the best thing I've ever done. I'm a completely different person than I was, you know, the corporate Melissa <laughs> from the entrepreneur Melissa, which is all good because it's, it's such a magical journey and, and I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it, it has not been easy. 
like I said, 17 different businesses that I, that I tried to start. And everything kind of came together for me this year, earlier in 2019. It was like March, March of 2019. My business started just, it, it took off and it's just been this incredible journey this year. And I'm so thankful for, for, for everything. That's awesome. I love your story. I actually resonate with it a lot because my background is in engineering as well. So I don't even know Marvel how alert. to say this. <laughs> yeah, I love this. This is amazing that you decided to, to take this journey. Can you tell us like, what was some of the biggest challenges you had to overcome? Well, you know, for me, because, you know, I had this successful career, you know, I just kind of assumed in, in my head that I could, be, you know, I'm a nuclear engineer. Of course I can start a business. I'm smart. Of course I can start a business. And I just, the, the biggest challenge for me out of the gate was I didn't embrace that it was like starting over, like going back to college almost and like getting this whole new engine or this whole new skill set, not engineering, that it was completely different from my engineering background, like in everything that I had learned in the corporate world, like being an entrepreneur was, was so much different. And so, you know, I struggled with that for a while, you know, because I, I just thought that I could, I just thought it would be easier <laughs> and nothing is easy. Right. Um, but it was just a whole different, a whole different skill sets, entirely different skill sets than I had obviously learned in, in college and in my career. And so I think I just struggled with that in the beginning because I, I wanted to like skip through all that and just make something happen. I mean, like we all do, we all want to have like that, that overnight success story. And it, it took me a while to embrace the fact that I had to actually learn new stuff and apply it and then master new skills. And I think once I got there, and I just kind of embraced it, and then everything kind of sailed after that. But it was it was a big it was a big hump for me to get over. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it's so funny looking back that I thought I could just sail into this. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious because I think you could actually be writing the story that I just wrote for my origin story. <laughs> really? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and, and that was another challenge, I guess, or mindset block that I had was I didn't think I had a good story. I really, I didn't think anyone would resonate with it because I never had like a rags to riches, you know, my husband, I don't even technically have to work, you know, we build our life around two six figure incomes. And I didn't want to give it up, but you know, we never were in this place where like, I didn't have money. And so because of that and all the stories that you hear other entrepreneurs have, I didn't think I had a good story because I thought the only good story was like the, the rags to riches. And so I, I resisted telling that story for a long time. And when I finally started actually being real and transparent and telling my actual story, I'm amazed at how many people resonated with it and they felt the same exact way. Yes. I am definitely one of those people that is resonating with your story. So thank you so much for being open and honest about it. Yeah. It was, it's, it's so, it feels good too, to not have to try to pretend to be someone that I'm not. I could just be me and you know, some people like it, some people won't and that's fine. <laughs> no, this, this has been awesome. Can you tell me a little bit more about your business? So why did you decide to, to go in this direction? So again, like I said, I've, I've tried a bunch of things. So it wasn't always this, like I, you know, I, I started originally started with a blog. I went into life coaching. I, I did, I mean, I've, I've just been all over the place, but you know, I, I am a, a nerd, right? I'm an engineer. I like the, the analytical side. Um, I like getting nerdy with numbers. I just like it. It's just what I'm good at. And so when I, when I figured out, I guess it was last year-ish that I was like, oh, there is like a nerdy side to this entrepreneur stuff. 
And so I started getting obsessed with marketing and funnels and knowing, I guess the, the, the nerdy side of marketing. And so I started like applying what I was good at to this new journey. And that's when I was like, I can help other people do this too, because not everybody has that skill set or they don't want to learn it or they don't know where to get started. And so it's, it's, that's how this has evolved into what it is, is because I, I really wanted to help other people start their businesses and figure out, you know, what they need to do, especially the entrepreneurs don't, don't do the 24 seven hustle there, you know, there's, there's ways that you can, you can build and I'm proof of it that you can build these six figure, multiple, multiple six figure, seven figure businesses without working full-time hours. But in order to do that, there are things that you need to have in place the systems, the audit, some automations, just having like this routine and a schedule. And that's the stuff I'm good at. So when I took what I was good at and applied it to what I wanted to do, bam, <laughs> surprise, surprise, everything worked. <laughs> and so that's what I do now is I help other entrepreneurs develop strategic business plans and implement them so that they can scale their business in a way that fits into their life and the, the life that they want instead of this, this 24 seven hustle. I love that so much. And that's probably why I'm part of your group. <laughs> now, the thing that I really want to know, though, is how do you do it with your two small little children? So, you know, it is a, it, it's not easy, but I, I really incorporate them into my business. And so I do have help. I'm not going to pretend that I don't. I have an, a part-time nanny that comes in and, but they're here. They're here with me. You know, a lot of times they're not here right now. Their dad took them out to the store, but they're here when I'm doing my live videos. They're here when I'm doing my, my coaching and you can hear them upstairs running around screaming. You can, they play dinosaurs. And so constantly it's become part of like my brand probably is that you hear these dinosaurs roaring <laughs> all over my house. And I just, I talk about it and I don't apologize for it. Um, if they come in here and they're crying or upset, I, I, it's fine. Like it's just part of it and I build it right in. And I think that that took a lot of the, the stress off of me and trying, you know, before when I was trying to, to make it seem like I had it all together and, and my kids were perfect and my business was perfect. And now I just, I don't do that anymore. And I think that that is how it has to be if we're going to make it work, especially with the little ones. Amen. And that's something I'm struggling with because um, I love my children and they love me. And so they, they always want to be around and I don't want to stop them. But at the same time, it's really hard to get things done. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. I didn't have a, um, a nanny for this past week because it's the, over the holidays and I'm just trying to get like little things done with them. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that it's easy because it's not. And so we just have to, we have to really think about what it, the stuff is that we have to get done, like what's going to make the biggest impact in our business and how we can fit that into the, the time that we do get, I call them like the mom cracks of the day. <laughs> so um, really just focusing in on those income producing activities, the ones that are going to make a difference because uh, we can easily get distracted and pulled into all these different things that we could be doing and they don't make any difference in our business. Whereas if we get like, everybody has little pockets of time, even the, you know, the craziest situations you can find little pockets of time and so if you just have you know what you're going to work on when you find those pockets of time and you know that it's actually something that's going to make you money <laughs> then i mean you can balance it out this is great i love that and i think i needed to hear that today so thank you i've been feeling <laughs> a lot of pressure so this is perfect great timing 
Awesome. All right. Well, can you tell me a little bit? I mean, you have an amazing intro, Amazon bestseller, zero to six figures in six months. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You are living the dream right now. Well, <laughs> it's not always, the, it's not always the dream, but um, I, yeah, I, I can't believe where I am right now. Like I just, I, I look at it and I just, especially after two years of struggling to get, to get this to this point, like, I can't believe it actually happened. Yeah, sometimes I just, I want to pinch myself and, and see if it's actually real. But, <laughs> but I'm telling you, it, 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 really, it really made a difference when I stopped overcomplicating things and I just really simplified. And so that's what I'm really passionate about teaching and helping others do as well, is to, like, to seriously simplify their businesses and focus on, you know, being strategic instead of trying to do, you know, all the things and doing things in the right order. Uh, that was a big game changer in my business. It's like, you know, instead of constantly trying new things, like really focus in on one thing, get it down, master it. And only after you master it, then you move on to the other thing. And, and that's what I, that's exactly what I help my clients fan of um, leveraged group programs, because again, I don't want to work uh, 40 hours a week. And so uh, that's, that's kind of my bread and butter is, is creating these, these leveraged group programs where we can help lots of people at one time, but still give them that support and that accountability that they need to get the result that they're after, but also to leverage our time so that we're not, you know, having 10, 15 clients, at, you know, at a time. And then we end up like so overworked and overstressed that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And so that's where we focus on. Um, that's my big focus with my clients is helping them really develop that core offer that's going to bring them in the, the money that they want without working full-time hours. And then once we really develop and master that, then we start pulling out and developing the rest of our value ladder so that we're not always trying to find new clients or new customers, right? So we have ways to monetize the same lead over and over again, instead of always just constantly looking for the next person, the next sale, next sale. That has been a game changer as well. You know, just having this, this ascension model where you can, the same person can continue to give you money over and over again, and you can continue to serve them. And, and almost, it's almost like they grow with you, right? And they can continue to grow with you. There's no reason that they have to go buy anything from anyone else. I love that. I love that idea of not constantly being in search of something. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I mean, I was this, I was that way for two years and now I have customers come in and, and clients and they just continue to work with me. Like they don't feel the need to go and, and hire anyone else. And so that takes a lot of the pressure off of me. Of course, we always want new people coming in our world and new, and new customers and clients. But you know, if you can keep one person with you and you, I mean, you could have 10 times the, the income that you could if you're always just searching for that next person. Great advice. I guess the last thing I really want to ask is so many of our listeners, they're at the point in their business where they're just really struggling. They are, they can't find traction. They're finding it very difficult to build their business and raise their families. What advice would you have for them at this moment? So that I give this advice all the time and I, I live by this advice. I, I tell it to myself every day. It's a, and I have a sticky note actually that's on my computer, and it says um, the only three things that you have to do in your business is grow your audience, nurture that audience, and sell to that audience. And if if you have thirty minutes a day, <laughs> that's what you need to be focusing on. 
And that's what you need to be focusing on before you worry about anything else. Are you growing your audience? Are you nurturing that audience? And then are you making offers to that audience? And so if you're struggling in your business, clear everything else out and focus on those three activities. And like that's, it's, it, it almost becomes a non-negotiable where it's like, I don't go to bed at night until my audience has grown by at least one person. I have reached out and made a, you know, a connection or I've nurtured that audience. I've served them in some way. And at some, you know, in the beginning, you know, when you don't have an audience, a lot of people think that they can't be making offers, but when you have an audience of one, you could be nurturing that person of one towards, towards a sale of something. And so every single day, non-negotiables, grow your audience, nurture your audience and sell to your audience. And if you focus on those three and you do it every day for 90 days, you will have a different business. That is great advice though. And this is something I struggle with. There's amazing advice that we get every single day, but how would you put that into action if you were at the very beginning of your business? Growing your audience. I mean, you've got to, so the way that I tell other people is you, you, you have to pick a problem, right? People pay money when they have a problem that they want to solve and a goal that they're working towards. And so if you build your business around a problem that you solve, people will come. And so you, you solve a problem for people and you start to grow your audience around that problem. So the thing that I wish I had done at the very beginning was to build a tribe of people who all have the same problem and they're all after the same goal. And when you do that, you can show up and you can help them get to, to that goal or just move the needle closer for them and they will know about their problems and if you're in the beginning I know a lot of people are like well I don't know how to solve the problem like I know I want to solve the problem for them but I don't know exactly how to do it I'm still just you know doing it myself and the advice I'll give you there is again choose the problem and build your entire business everything like the, the problem that you solve is the anchor of your business it's the foundation of your business and everything points back to the problem that you solve for people and if you don't know exactly how you're going to solve it, the best way to figure out how to solve it for people is to help them solve it. So like actively help them solve it and show that you care. And if you show people that you care about the problem that they're trying to fix, they will stick with you. And then when you have an offer to give them, they will take you up on it. So uh, build, your, build your business around a problem that you solve and grow, like grow your audience every day. So find people that have that problem, bring them into your world. Thank you so much, Melissa. I don't want to take up any more of your time, but this has been just an absolutely amazing interview. I, again, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate that you uh, took the time to be with us here today. And um, again, if you guys want to learn more about her, please find her on Facebook. Her Facebook group is Income Streams and Funnels. Again, it's just an amazing group. Personally, I can tell you she is the queen of value and you will be amazed. So thank you again, Melissa. I, I really appreciate it. I hope you had fun. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.